This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be asking a very important question on the show, which is, does more cardio equal better conditioning? So I posted about this earlier today, and I wanted to bring it to the podcast because there's just, there are so many people out there that are so misguided. Um, So to quickly answer your question, no, doing more cardio does not improve your conditioning. Now, before you freak out when you hear that and say, but how are you supposed to get better conditioning? It's all about what you're doing. So a lot of the time, what I see athletes do, and I'm going to walk you through the common thing I see, and then I'm going to walk you through why that's not the right answer. What I see athletes do often is they compete and we're going to say fight because again, that's most of who I work with in my business. They fight and when they fight, they gas out, you know, they get super tired in the middle of their competition. They, you know, have some trouble, whatever it might be. And they think, okay, I gassed out. So I need to double down and I need to do more cardio because if I do more cardio, I'm going to have better conditioning, right? Wrong. So what I see happen so often is is when these athletes are gassing out, when they fight, they decide they need to double down, they need to do more cardio. So if you're here right now and that has happened to you, drop me a comment and tell me because I know this has happened to a lot of you. I know this is something that a lot of you guys do. What's up? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, But what the common denominator is, is that a lot of these people are, again, gassing out, feeling like they have to double down, and then they're gassing out again. Because it's not about the quantity of the work you're doing. It's about the quality. It's about what is actually going into those sessions. And then in turn, what is actually coming out of those sessions and translating into the fight. What's up, Ronnie? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so let's get into it. When you, when you have those competitions, when you have that gassed out feeling in the ring, in the cage, whatever it is for you, and in turn, you feel like you have to double down. Here's how that usually works. If you're doing, you know, three runs a week, people usually turn to me and they go, okay, I got to start running four, five, six times a week to make sure that I don't gas out. But let's break it down. We're going to talk about a pro MMA fighter, not fighting for championships or anything yet. You're fighting three five-minute rounds. That's 15 total minutes of work. Now, if you're running three times a week, generally guys are running 20 to 30 minutes at least every single time. So you're doing... 90 minutes of conditioning work a week, all the way up to some people are running three times a week for an hour doing, you know, 180 condition minutes of conditioning work a week, thinking that that is what's going to prepare them for 15 minutes of competition. So already I'm hoping that's showing you why that might not exactly be correct because To break it down in another way, when you guys go for those runs, when you guys are, you know, pounding the pavement, getting your road work in, generally you keep one consistent pace for a long duration. Now, when was the last time you stepped into the ring? When was the last time you stepped into the cage and just moved at one consistent pace for the entire duration of the round? 
I'm going to go ahead and assume never because I've watched a lot of fights in my days and I've never once seen an athlete move at one consistent pace and not explode and relax and explode and relax throughout the duration of the fight ever in that time that I've been watching fights because that is not how fights work. You're not going to keep one consistent pace because that is not the demand of the sport. And the definition of conditioning, when it comes to athlete development, the definition of conditioning is how well an athlete can meet the demands of their sport. So you going for these 30-minute runs and you deciding you need to double down and do more of these 30-minute runs is not helping you meet the demands of your sport because your sport is not one steady pace for the entire duration of the competition. However... Instead of doubling down and doing more of the same shit, instead of doubling down and doing, you know, more cardio work, instead of doubling down and just, you know, continuing to pound the pavement day after day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, what you need to do is start looking at what you're doing in those sessions. So to break it down simply, no, more cardio does not equal better conditioning. Better conditioning equals better conditioning which sounds super simple, but it's about the conditioning training. So the way I break this down with athletes is that when you are in your off season, when you don't have something booked, the main focus of your conditioning work should be aerobic. It should be aerobic because this is your base. This is your body's generator. This is what helps regenerate energy as your body uses it. So if you're regenerating more energy faster by developing your aerobic system in the off season, now, when you actually do book a fight, you don't need to spend the first three to four weeks of your camp getting in shape because you're already in shape. So now, if you don't need to spend that time getting in shape because you're already in shape, what starts to happen? You're able to use that time more effectively because instead of focusing on getting in shape, you're focused on actually improving your skills. So... Now, let's talk about what you actually should be doing while you're in camp. And again, this is focused purely on the aerob uh, purely on the conditioning side. We're not talking strength training, uh, plyometrics, or anything like that in this one. But, but those are all very important elements of conditioning properly for a fight. So don't think that this is the only thing you need to be doing. This is just scratching the surface. So the main focus when you're in your off-season should be aerobic work to make sure you're building up your base, you're building up the size of your gas tank, and in turn, you're helping your body learn how to better regenerate energy in order to be able to refuel your body while you're in the middle of the fight. But also, when it comes to that aerobic work, you need to be hitting this in different ways. Your body adapts to the stimulus you place on it. So if you're just going for 30-minute runs, and that's how you're getting your aerobic work in, or you're going for, you know, a 20-minute run and then a 30-minute run, you're hitting it in one very specific way. In order to develop your aerobic system at the actual best way that you can, what you want to make sure you're doing is hitting that aerobic system in a variety of different ways. So the ways I like to do it with my athletes is I like to, first of all, I like the bike a lot more than I like running. Because the goal of running for fighting is not to be good at running. The goal is the aerobic development that you're going to get from the runs. So personally, I like the bike a lot more because you can get that same aerobic adaptation without putting the pressure and putting your body through, you know, the 
demands of running, but you're also going to get the aerobic adaptation you're looking for. So generally I have guys hop on a bike and then we go for, you know, as an aerobic session, as an example, we go for two hard minutes followed by one easier minute and repeat that anywhere from five to 12 rounds to make sure that we're hitting that aerobic system, but we're also doing it in a way that's not putting the body through a lot of impact. Because again, the goal is not to see how much your body can endure. The goal is to actually build it up properly in order to be able to step into the ring or step into the cage at your best. Now, other ways we can hit that are with circuit training. Uh, one of my favorite setups for that, if you search up Chad Wesley Smith on YouTube and dig into some of his uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu circuits, that he that's how he calls them. But again, we're developing the aerobic system, whether you use that for jiu-jitsu or otherwise. Basically, what you're going to do is take a variety of different exercises. Usually, I like to go four to five exercises. You're going to do 45 seconds of high-paced work, followed by 15 seconds of rest and repeat that for three to four rounds. Now, the reason you're gonna do that is because again, we don't want the cardio or the conditioning work to take up the majority of your day. The goal is not to have it kill you. The goal is to have it actually build you up, but allow you to continue to train all your other disciplines at the same time. If you're doing your conditioning work, and in turn, you're not able to box that night or roll that night or do whatever else you need to do that night because you're so beat up from your conditioning work, your conditioning work is not effective. So building a circuit like that, where we're doing four to five exercises, 45 seconds of work, 15 seconds of rest is going to hit the aerobic system is going to continue to help improve the aerobic system, but in turn is not going to gas you out, push you to the brink where you can't actually go do your other training on the same day. Because the goal is to be good at the sport. And if you are good at the sport, you need to be building your conditioning, but you also need to be building your skill set. You need to be able to balance both. So those are some great ways to hit the aerobic system while you're actually in the off season. Now, what do we do when we move into a camp? Um, first, I apologize. I can see the Instagram stream is not doing great right now. It's lagging a little behind. Hopefully it catches up, but if not, apologize to everybody who's tuned in live there. Hopefully everything else is working okay. So as you move into training camp, what you want to start doing now is you want to take that bigger gas tank that we've built through all that aerobic work, and we want to start improving your body's ability to use the gas tank. So the way I like to talk about it just because it's simple to understand is think about it like a car. The first part, what we're doing is we're building the size of the gas tank. So we're building the amount of fuel that you can put into the car. And then as you come into camp, instead of having to build the size of the gas tank, now we're just improving your fuel efficiency. So the work we're doing while you're actually in camp is focused on how well you can use the gas tank. So how much energy you can output and recover from quickly in order to be able to output again. So the way we start to hit this is we start to hit our other two energy systems, the anaerobic lactic system and the anaerobic alactic system. Now, the way I like to hit these ones is again, circuit focused, but now the intensity is coming up and the duration is coming down. Because if you are truly trying to build your ability to explode at the highest possible level, this is gonna take 
very, very, very short durations of time and very, very, very high intensity. So one of the examples of the anaerobic lactic system, so this is your bridge between your explosive work and your aerobic work, is going to be to hit for to work for about 30 seconds, followed by about a minute rest in between each one. Now, 30 seconds that you're working should be absolutely maximum intensity. You should be trying to finish yourself through that whole 30 seconds. You should be trying to push at your absolute highest during that 30 seconds, trying to push into that point where you feel like you can't push anymore. Then rest for a minute, complete rest, and repeat that for six rounds, I would say, at the most. Now, again, these are just going to be rough ideas of how you can better start hitting these systems. And I would be doing this one to two times a week while you're in camp. Now, as you move closer and closer to the fight the last couple of weeks, what you want to do is, again, shorten that duration again and then maximize that intensity. So one of my favorite ones for the anaerobic alactic system, that absolute maximum intensity work, one of my favorite ones for that is a med ball slam circuit. So you're hitting three to five hard med ball slams with as much power as you can, followed by a minute of rest. You're doing that for about 10 to 12 reps, or as long as you can go without lowering the intensity of the med ball slam. Now, the reason it's so important to have that at absolute maximum intensity is because you're training your ability to output power and your ability to recover. Because again, it's not about doing more, it's about doing the right things to have the effect that you're actually looking for when it comes to the sport. Because if all you're doing is pounding the pavement, you're checking one box. But if you're actually learning about your energy systems, you're actually learning about what you can do to improve those energy systems and how to structure that through your week, you're gonna take less time, but with that less time is going to come a better, more consistent result that actually translates to you having the championship gas tank you're after when it comes to the sport. So that is it. That is all. I hope you took something away from this. If you did, I would love to hear what it was in the comments. Um, and then I would love it if you would send me a message. Follow me on all of my various social media platforms. All the info on how to do that is going to be in the comments below. And share this show around. Our goal is to reach as many athletes as we can reach. And we do that through word of mouth. We do that through you. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.